welcome back to the Cards and Beards Dealing Seconds podcast with your Cards and Beards crew. I'm Chris. Unfortunately, I don't have anybody else with me, but I have two awesome guys. Well, technically, technically, I do have another Cards and Beards member. We want to officially welcome John, a.k.a. CNC Deck Cut Creations, as the newest member of the Cards and Beards crew. This is our warm welcome. Uh, you know, <laughs> the whole, that's what we do with cards. John, drum roll. Drum roll, whatever you want to say. John, welcome to the crew, man. Um, and also, we want to welcome Rich, a.k.a. Intracuts. Thank you for coming on to the podcast, Rich. Absolutely. How's it going? How are you doing today, doing first well. and foremost? What you, got, what you been up to? Anything interesting besides uh, cards? Well, just cards, work. Um, mm. My pup's going to be walking around here. I don't know if you can hear him clicky-clacking <laughs> all over the floor, but... He was all quiet until I started talking. Now he's like, oh, there's something going on. I think I need to. So if you hear a random doorbell, it's him, and I got to let him out. <laughs> he's got his own doorbell there. Hey, he's Beltran. That's um, even better. You don't have to worry yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. Um, no, just getting ready for Cardistry Con coming up. Um, oh, nice. In, uh, what is that? A few days? Yeah, isn't it on, on like Thursday. Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Are you guys? Uh, does it are... start? I think it actually starts Friday. <laughs> Friday, yes. Saturday, Sunday, and there's a bunch of pre-stuff going on Thursday. Like, I know Henry's got a little pizza party going on yep. over there. I'm going to hit up Art of Play. I've not been there yet myself, so nice. I'm looking forward to that. And outside of that, I've just been cutting, trying to cut away for the show. I hear you. I mean, Karchka, I would love to go, even though it's in California, but I'm just like, <clears throat> I just can't take the time off, unfortunately. I just, personally, I just had a trip to Texas. I saw my daughters in Texas this um, last week, and I was like, all right, Karchka or kids? So you're yeah. a little ways away as from that one as well. It's quite the quite the trip. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one day one day I will do Karshikan or at least some type of convention. You know, I'm also a big nerd. So as John probably has seen, I'm a huge Magic the Gathering nerd. So I'm waiting for like Magic Fest, what they call, to come to New York so I can play against people. Um, but that's just me. I'm, you know, would love to go to <laughs> Karshikan. Um, Sorry. Rich, are you taking cuts down there to show or sell, or is it just something you carry um, around on your person? A little of both. I don't. I do not carry cuts around on my person. I'm afraid. I'm always afraid that they're going to get damaged. But you know, when I ship them out and they go out via UPS or the mail and they get to the other side unscathed, I'm pretty sure I could walk around with you know a deck in my pocket and not have to worry <laughs> about that. Um, I do have some cuts that I'm taking down that are going to kind of be introductory slash exclusive to cardistry con i'm playing around taking some other decks down just as like a showpiece kind of a thing i actually have those uh hummingbirds i need oh, to nice. talk to marvelous decks and see if he'll let me take them down because technically they're his um so i'll probably have those coming down i've just been trying to trying to cut away and i'll uh, my hope my original hope is to have two bricks down there okay. that was an ambitious uh goal because i only found out i was going about six weeks ago or so oh damn and uh so then i was like okay well realistically a brick would be good and now i'm like all right well i have at least one so <laughs> <laughs> always one if one's good two is always better that's that's yes, right yes i actually just finished up my second one what was my first one? Oh, the first one was the um memento mori so okay. that one's oh, going yeah, yeah. down. Nice. I That's just finished up my second one. Um, I guess I can show you guys. I have not officially taken oh. any pictures on oh, and man. posted it yet. Um, sneak I did peek, huh? it, however. Mm -hmm. A sneak peek, just for you guys. Let's see if my phone will allow me to do this. I did put up a little um, reel mm -hmm. involving... Okay. Oh, yeah, right phones. Here. Nice. I was wondering. I remember talking about this with you last time we chatted in one of your lives i think you so, had said you were gonna cut it up uh yeah and then that was i don't know how long ago that was like 12 years ago and so i finally decided <laughs> to sit down and get it done and unfortunately i mean if, if you've ever if you've had a cut deck in your hand and you've actually had a chance to look at it versus how the pictures are displayed there's it's just there's no way to really get around how much better it looks in hand than it does even with the video so with that being said the sneak peek i think i had i don't even know how many how many layers i had in this but i have a ton of layers going on oh damn oh yeah 
See, nice. I might not, I might not be a fan see. of the deck. I'm not a fan of the deck, but that cut is really clean. I've got the octopus is on different levels. I've got I've got a whole bunch clean. of stuff going on. Nice. nice. I love how that, dancer uh, love how that fence looks like that. Looks great. And that's um, a that's a lot of detail on that one. Yeah. There you know, I sat down and I think that's why it took me so long, because I kept looking at it and going, Yeah, I don't know about that one. Um, yeah. You just want to add tweak yeah. a little bit, add a little bit, tweak a little bit, you know. I mean, same thing when John did my Harry Potter cuts that I have literally hanging on a fractal plaque above my couch. Um, I had John commission, I commissioned him to do all four cuts. And when he sent me the first one, I was like floored at how amazing it looked. But then the second one came in and then the third. And then I'm like, how do you continuously one up yourself, you know, taking like one design and trying to imagine four different renditions of it? And I'm just like, sure. He, you know, I saw pictures when he posted them online, but I'm like in hand, like you said, it just changes and just seeing the intricacies and the little nuances is like, holy shit, you know, and that's why I'm, I have all the respect for deck cutters because I've tried it. I suck at it. He has to go out. <laughs> That's the doorbell. Part of <laughs> All right, buddy, going out. Yeah, I'll just leave this door open. You can come and go as you please. Don't let the bugs in. All right, we'll solve that here. Um, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure when. When does this actually air? When do you actually post up this? Um. So typically, what we do with our podcast, we we record on Mondays. And I try to get it up on YouTube by Wednesday, Thursday, the latest. Um, just because, mm, just because okay. it, take, it takes me time to, because yes, we record, and this is a little sneak peek for, you know, a little insider tip for anybody watching us. We record all these on Zoom. And then I, in post, take care of all the overlays. I take care of all the editing, you know, any intros, outros we want to do. I have to take care of that. And then uploading to YouTube takes a little bit of time, as everybody knows who's done YouTube. So the longer the interview, the longer it takes me to upload. Um, and I don't have the best upload speed in my apartment um, or best internet speed. So, you know, usually by Thursday, it's usually up, maybe Friday. Um, but okay, latest Friday, but definitely Thursday for sure. I was only asking because I have another, I have a super top secret deck that Ooh. I cut. But if it's going up that soon, then I, I don't even want to tease it. Oof. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't say, leak it. Uh, I'll just oh. say it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not something that you're going to find other people doing this particular Ooh. deck. Ooh, that's interesting. Now, yeah, the mission. I'm like, I'm like, hmm. Yeah, what? now I'm curious. Same. I'm like, I'm like, what wouldn't people do? But I'm just like, I try to figure out. Let me ask you guys a question because you guys are both cutters and I have both of you here. When you look at a deck, do you guys plan out your the way you want the cut to look, or do you cut a couple cards and then as you're cutting, do you start altering it? Do you have like a set plan? I would ask. You can go ahead and go first, Rich. No, I was about to say you should go first. <laughs> that's all you. Man. That's all you, man. Hey, yeah, that's all you. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, a little of both. Uh, typically, what I'll do when I will. So this isn't any shocker or anything for um, the Cardistry Con. I am working on another gas oh, lamp. Gas lamps. Nice. So, looking at the back, and I've done this deck of well. I did it for the twenty-five days of Christmas. This was part of that for Art of Play. So I've already done it five or six times. So it's always it's always a challenge to come back to a deck that you've already done because I really push to try and make every deck that i do different even if it's only one or two cards you should be able to take a look at it and know that it's not just oh this is the way that i cut this deck um that being said i usually will look at a deck and decide what i want to be brought out of it because some of the decks there are a ton of details like overload of details and i've really uh Let's go, uh, Red Fox was one of them. Red Fox playing cards. There was a ton of stuff going on in that. And so I really had to figure out what my base thought was of what I wanted to bring forward, what I thought I could push back, and then what I thought I could realistically do. Um, I will typically start with two or three 
cuts and see how those layers are and I'll layer them up and kind of stack them up to see how they're looking. But my vision is always subject, subject to change. Sometimes I'll see something that I didn't notice before and I really want to bring that in. Other times, uh, I mean, I've spent 45 plus minutes on a single card cutting it out and then when I get to the end of it, I'm like, I can't use this at all. And then it goes in like the discard pile. Like it's just, it's kind of frustrating that way. So sometimes my ideas work out, but I, I think that um, if you're gonna do this, and I hate to say, hate to say it this way, but if you're gonna do this organically and just take a look at it and not have like a computer help you figure out how you're gonna cut it, you have to adapt to what you're doing just because sometimes you try something and you try it three or four or five times and you go, you know what, that's not gonna work. So how do I change this to make it look the way that I wanted to. And honestly, some of the cuts I'm, I feel are okay. Some of the cuts I feel are great. And it's always kind of funny for me because every time I get done with the cut that I'm like, eh, you know, this is all right. That tends to be the one that everyone like freaks out about. And I'm like, well, okay, well, obviously I don't <laughs> understand my own art. I don't have an eye for it, so who knows? No, it's it's interesting because like, like you just said, some people will love it, some people won't. Um, you might be like, I, I'm the same way when it comes to like, for example, because I'm also a power lifter. Um, so I lift, I lift things up and put them down basically that's just you know stupid phrase but i'll record myself and i'm like like you like okay i think i did an okay lift and then i show like my friends or my former coaches and whatnot and they're like dude that was way too easy i'm like really like i don't understand myself sometimes um but also what got in what got you involved in cards in the first place were you a collector at first did you like fooling around or fidget with cards um so uh let's wow let me go way back so once upon a time when i was in fourth grade uh we had this thing called flash and it was um oh now he's barking oh my gosh <laughs> gotta love gotta love the puppers gotta love puppies yeah he's only six months old so he's still trying to figure everything out he usually doesn't bark but now that i'm here he's like yeah i want to be a part of this thing too <laughs> um so back in fourth grade we did this thing called flash and it was like an after school i don't know what it stood for some crazy acronym and what i did was magic and got taught a couple of like card tricks and so i kind of went on with that and i kind of played through it uh through middle school and then i kind of dropped it out i was a band geek um all through high school like i played football one year but i was like the drumline captain and I was anything to do. I played symphonic band, I played orchestra, I did, everything I did was music. Um, fast forward a bunch, I um, was a firefighter out in a rural area and um, if anyone's ever messed around with structure gloves, which is what they use whenever they go inside to fight fires, that there's really not much dexterity that you can do with gloves and usually we have drills that we put together to try and keep our dexterity with these giant gloves that we go into burning houses with. So I wanted to find something that I could you use my hands and continue my dexterity uh, in, in some kind of a, a weird way. And I actually came across uh, Chris Ramsey before he was a full-time YouTuber when he was just doing like cardistry um, with illusionist. With illusionist. Um, I think he was on his own by this point. It was just okay. his YouTube, but he was, okay. he may have still been with illusionist, but I know that like, he was just kind of like doing these little videos and that's when he was like, Oh yeah, check this out. And it was a blue monarchs. And I was like, I, that is a crazy looking deck of cards. Like I've never seen anything like that. Didn't know that those things existed. Went on, bought one. I was like, Oh my gosh, $10. Who would spend this much <laughs> on a deck of cards? <laughs> if only you knew that I know. <laughs> ten dollars and so i got that and i was like i'm gonna practice i love these things i'm gonna go with it and um i just didn't have the time or patience to sit and just you know work the cards and and, and become a cardist in all of that because i had young kids running around I, I had four kids in the house and it was just like i don't have time to just sit and and do so i had some practicing with it and eventually what it ended up doing was going to um collecting i had found um shoot now i can't remember the name of the deck 
but um, I found a deck of cards on Kickstarter and back to that and I got it and I was like, oh, this is really cool, even though I look back on it now and I'm like, this is kind of a not the nicest quality deck, but uh, <laughs> that started and I kind of started looking up. I mean, now Kickstarter is full of them, but back then it was like one would pop up or two would pop up every couple months and you would kind of see what was going on. And then I got like into Theory 11 and kind of building up my collection that way. So for sure, a collector at first, my visible collection was never that big. I've talked to people that have like $100,000 worth of cards in their collection. Like, and I'm like, that is crazy for me to think about and, and the amount of cards that you have. I think I'm up now, probably up to like 300, 250, 300 decks total. And honestly, most of them, at least half of them are packed away in my garage. And then, you know, now, now I go in and I'm like, hmm, my taste has changed because now I look at what I can use to cut and I look at a lot of the stuff that I collected and I'm like, uh, what was I even thinking? Like, I don't even understand why I even thought that these would be a good thing to go to. Oh yeah. I mean, we've all gone through that. I mean, that's the, the learning curve of your collecting days. I mean, myself included, I have about same about, about like you, Rich, I have about 300, maybe 350 about that. Um, but a good portion of it is put away. Um, and like boxes and like storage and whatnot here in my apartment. Um, but yeah, everybody finds Chris Ramsey. Every every person that I know is like, yep. yeah, I got into cards because of Chris Ramsey. And you're like, right, it's the Chris Ramsey show. It's like, Jesus Christ, how much more can can you talk about the guy? Um, yeah. it's, it's just it's just crazy. But I actually have a very similar story to you as far as like dexterity goes. Um, because like I said, I'm a power lifter. So it was about... A little over a year ago, I was when I was lifting, I realized my dexterity in my hands, my strength, the hand strength was loosening up. I couldn't grip the bar as properly as I could, especially for my deadlifts. And it was just like, it was slowly rolling out of my hands. And then I was watching YouTube. I was like, oh, you know, just messing around. And I saw cards, Chris Ramsey, just like you, and doing cardistry and stuff like that. And I'm like, wait, let me pick up a deck. And I actually got the Blue Monarchs. That was my first custom deck I ever bought. <laughs> And since then, now it's like, okay, dexterity goes through the roof now because, yes, I have kids, but they don't live with me. Um, they are in Texas, so I'm like, I'm by myself in my apartment. So when I'm sitting at home watching TV, I have my coffee table full of bikes. And I'm like, all right, which color bike am I using today? And I'm just going to fidget and fiddle and just work it. But it's just, it's just crazy to see also how our collecting and how our tastes have changed over time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for you guys, especially you guys being cutters, let me ask you a question then. Being a cutter, what is the, f when you look at decks, what is the first thing you look at in the design? <coughs> I'll actually, you know what? I'm going to let John take this one because Rich, because <laughs> Rich had to answer the, the question last time. I talked too much. That's why. <laughs> no, 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 no. Trust me. It's going to be awesome. Uh, first thing I look at the design. So I'm a... Uh, I mean, I collect same as you guys. I think I'm about, I'm just under 400 decks now. Um, I'm a, I guess a tuckist, tuck slut, whatever you want to call. I'm a sucker for a beautiful tuck case. Um, that's kind of, I guess, what draws my eye to a deck to cut first. You can see a lot of the artist's ideas and concepts in the tuck case. And they usually show more than they will on the back of a card. Um, to kind of get, to me anyways, I kind of I feel like I get the better overall picture by looking at the tuck case. Um, so a good design, um, I, I, I tend to lean more towards very symmetrical um, designs. I'm, I'm kind of an OCD uh, as far as how things are laid out that kind of stuff i mean when I, even when i'm cutting cards it's you know as i'm prepping my knives are always lined up my my finished cards are lined up my scrap is put in a perfect pot like it's it's kind of weird but um i, I look for a very <laughs> symmetrical design or or a, a, a subject that will stand out in the deck um and that's kind of where my mind goes at first um you know i I guess what, something that's going to catch your eye uh, versus just kind of a more of a basic deck of cards. It's it's uh, it, something I can look at, cut, and then take that focal point 
and I guess bring it to life. Um, that's kind of what I look for when I'm looking to cut a deck of cards. Nothing too crazy, I guess, but try to make that design, you know, mm. pop out or, or stand out kind of thing. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. <clears throat> what about you, Rich? Um, I have to say, initially, I was the same Tux, so I was all about Theory 11 when I first started. And honestly, uh, as is the typical thought around what I hear with Theory 11 cards is that the, the cards themselves are kind of a, a letdown. They tend to be very monochromatic um, in nature. And with yeah. that, they not only monochromatic, but they, they don't have any shading elements. They're very like, if this is a blue and white deck, it's all blue, all white, and straight lines <laughs> yep. and things like that. Whereas, uh, for instance, the gas amp that I'm working on has, it is monochromatic, but the way that it's kind of hashed out in an illustrative style, it lends itself to kind of show that there's lighting in it when there isn't. And to me, that kind of is what draws in. Um, uh, to his point, I kind of look for something that can be a focal point as well, uh, even though sometimes it doesn't always present itself up front. I've had some right. commissioned decks where people have sent me something and I get it and I'm like, I can't believe I agreed to do this. Like, what what am I even going to do with this deck kind <laughs> of a thing? And so it then it becomes a challenge as to how can I make this look like art or look cool, look like something that um the buyer is going to like right and that i'm going to be happy with presenting because i don't ever want to present a deck that just looks like crap and i'm like okay well here you go so it's there's very much a focal point um to the other side of that like the um fulton's day of the dead there is so much going on in that that it's almost overwhelming and trying to figure out how much of this do i want to make layers versus how much of it kind of keep flat because you can keep a lot of things flat and just pop a few things out that is pretty hard to do though to make it not look like you've just kind of like phoned it in yeah like you kind of half-assed it yeah yeah yep i don't want that no and stuff None designs can get designs can get lost so easy when you're cutting too i mean you can you can go from you know trying to trying to make a focal point out of something to completely burying that and then you're, you know, six, seven cards cut deep, and you're like, holy cow, this is going to turn into something ridiculous if I don't yep. stop. You know, then yeah. you got to kind of rethink it, like, okay, how can I, you know, how can I twist this up or keep going with what my original thought was? Um, and, yeah, sometimes you end up with a half dozen or more cut cards, and you're like, well, I guess I'm not going to use those guys then, you know, change <laughs> it up. Like, thank God there's 52 cards in the deck, you know? <laughs> um, but, Yeah. I mean, and also when you guys do your art, because it's artwork, what you guys do, you know, it's art pieces and I appreciate everything you guys do. But as you were saying before, there's also criticism, you know, you want to make things stand out, but then you have people, you know, they like to criticize your work, unfortunately. And it's just, it's like, I get it. Everybody's going to have criticism on certain things, but then there's like, there's criticism and then there's trolling or being extremely mean for a reason, for no reason, basically. And I don't understand that. Like, I mean, I've heard of a couple things. I don't know if you guys want to talk about it. I know you guys both have had probably like people talk about your work or talk about you guys personally for some. And to, I'm sorry, but to me, that's just so stupid because we're talking about pieces of paper. Like we're talking about, you know, cards that were cut. Yeah, you guys are cutting or we're fidgeting with. So I don't right. know if you guys want to talk about anything. You, you don't have to name names. You don't have to name people or <coughs> things. But if you want to say a couple of like personal things, maybe say, "Hey, how you felt about certain I situations." Half, I think half the half the issue when it comes to something like that is, uh, like you said, it's art. Um, and I, I've talked to Rich on the side before. I've talked to you guys, you know, you and Danny and all of them on the side before. But um, it, it it can never be seen. You're never going to make a living off of doing it, right? It's it needs to be strictly a hobby. Uh, or something you do just for the love of it. You can't go into it thinking, look, I'm only going to do this. I need to crank these out. No one can copy me. No one can do, you know, th there's only so many ways that you can cut a deck uh, before somewhere someone's going to repeat something. Um, you know, and if you go into this 
if you go into cutting and you don't consider that, um, you probably shouldn't be doing it to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's there, there's, I mean, there's some criticism and some, some hate in the community. That's for sure. Um, you know, I think that's kind of, it's going to be that way, no matter what community you're in, uh, there's always going to be something, um, I do feel like a lot of that though is so there's people within the community that they either like the cuts or they don't and like that that's fine and that's typically what I'll hear from people is you know that's just not my thing or I'm not into cuts and like like, that's totally fine you don't have to be Uh, to your point I feel like the criticism and the naysaying and the trolling comes from competitors other people within the market that want to do the same thing that you're doing. And the only way that they can make themselves feel like they're doing something better than you is to just put you down. I mean, it just goes back to being in junior high and high school. You have somebody that's just constantly trying to put you down just to put you down because I haven't really had issues with anybody in just the community at large. Like the community at large is just, they either like them or they don't. Yeah. It's other cutters along the way that are either still cutting or not cutting that are honestly the ones that are the most vocal and most vicious about everything. I mean, at one point I was being threatened with lawsuits because I was cutting cards because somebody claimed that they had copyrighted the idea of cutting the cards, even though if you go back and you timestamp everything like and I, I apologize, I don't know if it's Levin or Levine, but Dan, you go to Dan, who was the original person that I ever saw first cut cards. Um, and he did these geometrical shapes and he glues them together. And like, he, did, he puts a lot of work into them. He calls them lonely hearts. And so he always kind of has a heart in it. And like, that's his thing with it. And then I uh, started doing this and talking with some friends and figuring out, oh, yeah, I'm kind of lazy. I don't want to do the glue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to include the tuck case and do the art. And when you go back and you look at that, it's like, I was kind of the first one that really made a push to go that way and other people are going that way and i've always been like you know what that's great push it though like mm-hmm. i want people to come out and do something and 52 and tuck was great at this uh, back when he was cutting he would do stuff and i would look at him and go i gotta i gotta do better than that like that's good what he was doing was pushing the envelope and making it more than just hey look i can cut cards too look what i can do um and but all that hate and everything was people that wanted to cut and that's not to say and and uh you can correct me if i'm wrong on your part of things but i either get people that troll and try to get me kicked out of facebook groups and try to get me kicked out of instagram things and whatever or i get people that want to cut that ask me questions and like not just to figure out how I do it so that they can try and undersell me or something like that. But like, literally they just want to know, Hey, what's the best way to get into this? Like, how do I start? What kind of blade do I use? Like, what kind of blade do you use? How many blades you go through? What do you suggest this and that and everything else? And I, I love it when people come up and and want to try this stuff at home. I'm not the first one to come up with it. I'm not going to be the last one to come up with it. Um, it's something that, you're either going to enjoy doing it or your hand is going to cramp up and you're going to be like, that's the one and only one I'm ever doing in my life and I'm never doing it again. Oh yeah. I, yeah. First off, I'm, I agree with you on this one, Rich. Like that's that old saying, a rising tide raises all ships. And I think, you know, a healthy level of competition makes you want to push yourself and actually say, okay, I did this on this, on this deck. How can I push it even more in the next, you know, right. I, it's not, it's not, that I'm trying to do better than someone else, but I just want to have a healthy competition. But right. like you were saying, like you were saying, Rich, hand cramping up. I've done a couple cuts of decks, and I don't know how you guys do it. I lost feeling in my fingertip for like a good <laughs> month. I was like, I was like, holy shit, you guys! I'm like, and I was sitting here like using like going through like three or four blades in one deck, and I'm like, I have my my ring light above my desk, and I would have my my whole cutting mat here and everything. I'm like. I can't focus that long on one thing. I'm like, you guys must go to like a Zen mode and be like, okay, I'm just going to zone out and just focus on this. And that's it. I'm like, I could not that cramping. Oh my God. I don't even want to think about that anymore. 
Yeah. yeah. The funniest part is when you try to unlock your phone and you have like this indent in your thumb and it won't recognize it. You're like, come on. Yeah. It's Thank me. God for facial <laughs> facial recognition. Well, yeah. well, not not with masks, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I would, I would agree with Rich. Uh, so when I I've only been in the collecting and cutting. So I've been collecting for a year and a half, cutting for just about a year, maybe a little more. Uh, you know, and I'm still. I mean, I'm still new, you know, like there's a lot I still learn. I still mess up on a lot of stuff. Uh, but so when, when I, <clears throat> I can't remember, I saw a random post um, on Instagram and it had a deck cut in it. Like it was a picture of someone's collection and there was a cut in it. So I was like, well, that's kind of crazy. So I think I read in the comments or something about um, the, the cut. I saw someone mentioned it and it was uh, your Instagram, Rich, that it was tagged in. Uh, and it was, it was one of yours. I can't remember. I don't even remember what it was. Um, so you were the first one I'd ever uh, looked at. And I was like, you know, like, wow, this is, this is some cool stuff. Like I should do this. <clears throat> so then I, um, you know, I went out, I, I didn't have self-healing mats at the time. I had just standard knives and I was like, I just tried a basic bicycle deck and, uh, yeah, same thing. Hand cramped. I was like, God, that sucks. Like, cranked it out in like an hour. Uh, it was looked horrible. I still have it. it looks terrible. Um, <laughs> and uh, so now I was like, Well, shoot. You know, like I want to try this again. So you know, I looked for something a little better. And uh, then I started asking questions. Um, came across other cutters in the community. Um, and you know, and it kind of went from there. So, but looking back on it, it was so. I'd always, I always, I always checked your Instagram to see like what you were doing, um, kind of like what people were looking at, what was popular. Cause I didn't know cards, you know, I, I was like, I thought it was just bicycle cards, right? Same thing, bought up a, a blue Monarch for one of my first theory 11 decks. Um, so I was just like, you know, this is crazy. Like, where is he getting all these decks from all this kind of stuff? So then it was like, okay, here's what he's doing. Like that's, I gotta, I gotta do this. Like I want to, I'm going to, you know, he's here and I'm going to try to be here. And I, you know, I still feel like you're here and I'm here and, and we're kind of just <laughs> climbing the ladder. So, you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I just, I've never understood, you know, I've always grown up playing sports. Um, I was also a band, you know, band nerd. I was a jazz band and, uh, you know, everything I've always been in was team building. You encourage the people you're around, you encourage people with the same similarities and interests, uh, and you grow together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, as I started getting more into it, uh, you know, and like I said, I'm, I think I'm decent at it now. I'm definitely not the best out there. Um, but as my cuts started getting better, uh, they started getting more attention and that would start to bring in the attention of other cutters. And that's kind of when it, like you were saying, you were threatened with lawsuits. I was threatened with, the same thing um we've had this conversation on the side you know it's uh i'm almost a mirror image of your story um but you know it's so stupid it's so stupid i'm sorry like that uh when when you when i've heard this from john or from other deck cutters as well and you just start hearing similar people over and over again being involved in this and you're like what are these people's problems like why Like, yeah, I, don't, and I don't understand it. It's like, like you guys are just trying to make a healthy, not competition, but more like a healthy environment. Be like, hey, let's push the art because it's art. Let's push this art to the next level. How can we make this better? And when people yeah. try to make this like, oh, you know, I'm the best at this, you know, only follow me. And, you know, I'm like, no, I'm sorry, you're not. And then the problem is like when you start getting there and you get one of their cuts and you actually look at it, you're like, huh you, you actually you actually look at the cut and then you're like wait how many cards did this person cut in total with yeah, borders and, and you're, you're like huh you know and, i maybe am guilty at looking at cuts and i have a couple friends and all that i trust on um instagram and i'll you know, talk to my wife and whatnot and i'll i'll make some comments but honestly it always comes down to I, I can almost make the same comment across the board for most, I would say 90% of the cuts that I see out there. And it drives me crazy. Like if you want to stack so many cards together that you can't even see the space and, and like, that's how you're going to do it. You're going to create some, some, um, you know, stability in that design that way. Like, that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. But my biggest gripe that I see and I look at, Oh my gosh, dog, 
I never <laughs> use a squeak toy. <laughs> the biggest thing that I always go and I always see is to clean up your deck, clean up the cuts. Like you take these pictures and you can see where like a little bit of the paper has been cut away. And I'm like, just take a split second with a sharp knife and just trim it up. Like, yeah, so throw a new blade decks, on there. Yeah, just throw a new blade on there. Uh, you know, you said, um, you went through like well, you tried once and you went through like two or three blades in a deck. I don't think I go through any less than like eight in a deck. And that would be kind of kind of easy. It's just like keep your blade sharp. But even then, I get done with some stuff and I go through and I take pictures and I'm looking at my pictures and I'm like, ah, yep. I didn't even see that. And I'll go back <laughs> yep. and I'm like, no, I gotta fix yeah, that. Exactly. Like that's the thing. Yeah, I mean you're like, man, now I gotta yeah. deconstruct this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like it's like you're part perfectionist because you're like you're putting it's also your reputation you're putting out there you're like i'm putting myself out into the world this is how people i want people to see me as so yeah. why not why not be anything less than perfect in your eyes i would say you know granted some cutters might think that looks great but then it's like you might want to also like you guys said you have to be conscious that there's going to be criticism and you know maybe a little feedback be like hey the cut might not be that perfect and i've i've talked to john about this on other things i'm like I've seen some cuts on Instagram and I'm like, you zoom in and you're like, wait, it's not that clean. And yeah. you're like, but then all of a sudden you start seeing it's like not clean or it's off or, you know, something just doesn't look right. And then John would point it out. I'll be like, yeah, you see the paper. It's not a perfect cut. Take it. Yeah. Like you were just saying, take an extra blade, cut it. And I'm like, why wouldn't people do that? Like I used to draw. I, I was an artist. I actually wanted to go to, um, I wanted to be a cartoonist when I was younger. Because I'm the uh, old me school. too. I'm I'm a, I'm an old school guy. Like I I prefer the old school. You know, each frame done by hand, not on computer graphics. That was my whole thing. And when I used to draw, I would always do my sketches, and then go back and outline everything and make sure everything was crisp and clean because that was my art. Um, but like you said, it's like take that little extra second, an extra knife, in your case, and fix it up. Yeah, yeah. When I first started. Uh, you know, I mean, there, my, some of my cuts looking back now, like I thought, you know, I'd finish it up and put it together and I'm like, that looks pretty good. Like, I think my, the fourth cut I ever did was the, um, NPH deck by theory 11. Oh, wow. And I did a double-sided cut, uh, which I later found out. I think you started that, didn't you? Rich cutting both sides of the tuck case. I did not actually. The okay. first person I saw do that was 52 and tuck. Um, <clears throat> okay. And, and the reason why is my original plan when I got into this, I've done a couple double-sided. My original plan is I want you to see a standard deck of cards. And then when you turn it around, there it is. So even if you had this like up on a, a shelf or something, if you had a mirror behind it, you would see behind it or this way you would have it. So my, my theory and my way of doing it was I always wanted it to look like a standard deck of cards until you turned it around. Right. Um, but 52 and Tuck did a ton of just insane double. I think he even did at some point some quad cuts. Like, damn, it was some cool stuff he was doing. Well, so when I when I first started, um, like I said, the only people I knew of that did deck cuts were you and Kyle. Um, so I didn't, you know, and I, I didn't like. I looked at your guys' profiles. I didn't like study what you did. Um, but I had the idea of doing a double sided tuck case so i did the nph deck and i i used the ace of spades underneath and kind of inlaid it a little bit and cut it on uh and then i i remember i posted it and i got so much hate about copying another cutter who i'd never even heard of but i remember i'm sorry that's that's a whole other path but talking about like lines and all of that when you actually look at it i remember i finished that kind of like, man this is this looks pretty sick and now, like, if I put it next to a cut now, I'm like, those lines and corners, I mean, that looks <laughs> awful. Like, I would not sell this if anybody offered me any kind of money. I wouldn't even probably give it to you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, and there's still, you know, there's still times where, like, I'll finish a cut and I'll look at it and I'll take pictures. And I'm like, holy cow, how did I miss that corner? Like, or there, there's a piece of white fuzz shown on some point somewhere where I could have got a lot better. So, yeah, then, you, then you're in there trying to yeah. doctor it up. But. But yeah, it's it's. Uh, I always try to make sure if I post something, I always at least have a couple photos where I'm zoomed in on it, um, so where the you know the person looking at it doesn't have to zoom the picture in. They're they're already there, um, and it, yeah, it just makes me wonder, you know. And we've talked about this before. Why, like, if you're going to assemble a cut and show it off, why would you not look at it? But you can't be calling out people for their quality of cuts and 
and this if you you know if yours is looking yeah subpar you know what yeah. i mean yeah so i mean I, just, but, I don't i don't write anything down just because i'm you know i don't want to there's no good way on a post to put something that doesn't sound snarky like hey man you really need to clean up your cut like i'm not the yeah. guy that's going to come in and be like i'm the master at this whole thing this is what <laughs> you need to do you're a disgrace like all you guys should just stop but that, that's not what it is and there's no way to like unless that person comes to me and and asks which i have had people come up and uh hit me hit me up and be like hey what can i do to improve on things and then i can approach that thing but you can't you can't post anything without seeming like I'm high and mighty and right. all you peasants down there, this is what you need mm -hmm. to do to get your cut right. So I just, I don't, that's why I have a, a couple people that I'm like, ah, here, look at this. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, rant over. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's more like, it's more like, Hey, if you know someone and you're like, Hey, you might want to, like you were just saying, you don't want to post anything that's snarky, but you might message them separately off a of post and be like direct message them. If they're a good friend of yours and be like, Hey, I noticed this. You might want to double check it. You know, being it's a constructive criticism, not being snarky or anything, just being constructive. And some people will be like, "Oh, great." Other people might be like, mm, "Well, I know better than you," because I've been yeah. doing it because I've been doing it longer. I'm like, mm, "Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how yeah. the length of time that you've been doing something. It's more of like you see something, you're just trying to help." Yeah. And then somebody might take it as like, "Oh my God, you are an asshole." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm just trying to." be constructive like when i i mean john probably has seen this when i posted on instagram about the day of the dead deck by fulton i got a lot of hate back oh yeah on that um because i didn't like the deck i didn't like what he did and you know i called him out on it and i had people that thought they were high and mighty and there were you know fanboys and fangirls of brad coming at me and threatening me and i'm like fine you want to talk about it let's talk. i have no problem getting on an ig live or on a podcast and like let's have a civil debate or a civil conversation because at the end of the day i just want to talk i'm cool yeah. i'm i'm cool with talking i'm cool if maybe we might not see eye to eye on certain topics but hey doesn't mean i'm gonna devalue your opinions and i would hope that you would not devalue my opinions because because our opinions are personal yep. but yeah it's just it's just so stupid that people do that and it's like so high school junior high-ish and then you have the you have the bully you have you know you have the main bully and then you have all the groupies of the bully that think, the cronies yes yeah I, all, all, all i'm thinking right now is all i'm thinking right now is um the christmas story the yeah one, frog. The, yeah like that's all Fro i'm thinking froggy i think it was froggy yeah that's all i'm thinking about right now um yep. but it's just so stupid and it's just and it's unfortunate too because yeah it's like because you know the community as a whole is awesome i mean exactly i've met, met a lot of amazing people had a lot of awesome conversation and i've seen a lot of beautiful decks of cards yeah and there's really there's really no reason to ever bring you know anyone down for that i mean this no. is in the end it's it's a it's a box full of paper that you paid money for yep uh you know, and it's it's a hobby then a lot of people enjoy and sharing it and that's that's yeah. how it should be I mean, it's what you guys do is basically taking the artwork that a creator or an artist has put onto a piece of paper and try to enhance it by cutting it and making it a flat image into a three-dimensional image, which, yep. granted, a lot of people don't have that mentality or don't have that thought process to do. And just the fact that you guys do that is like, why the hell would anybody want to bring you guys down? Like, you're doing something that probably people have thought of but never really done. Like, they're like, oh, I thought of that, but did you actually, you know do it no yeah but it's just, it's just yeah. so it's just crazy that's well, where we live in like well, you know, you were talking about like your early decks and whatnot and i as much as i don't scroll down and look at my own work um i have not taken down any of the <laughs> decks that i have done and you go back to like those first dozen or so decks and, and I, I like cringe i'm like i want to redo like those <laughs> i'm almost embarrassed to have those up but a i can always redo them anytime i want right i just find the deck and you know what i'm going to cut it a better way this time but it i think it's important that I'm, I'm not trying to get on people that are 
new or just coming into this thing and being like, look, these need to be perfect cuts and they need to, you know, look a certain way and they need to be 100% like this because we all start somewhere. And the only reason why I haven't deleted any of my original posts is, well, A is for timestamp because I still have people saying that I copy other people or whatever it is that they're going to say. But B, yep. if you actually go all the way back to my first deck that I ever cut, which was Archangels, um, you can watch the progression of my thought process and my art to where it is now. Like there is a definite starting point oh, yeah. and there is an ending point. And I had like no reference to go off of when I started. So some of those first decks are really, really minimal. <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, what did I do? Like two cards in that thing kind of a thing. And, uh, I don't think I did anything less than seven, but it's still like only seven. I th this super top secret deck that I can't show right now that's just outside of camera's eye. Um, I ended up doing 26 layers on this thing, which nice. is the most I've ever done anywhere. And I'm like, did I overdo it? Did I underdo it? I don't even know. We'll see how it goes. But it you have that progression and, and you have to be somewhere. Not all my lines were, were perfect, but I, I had somebody telling me, dude, you got to keep your knife sharp. Like I right. started looking at actual uh, okay i'm not trying to devalue what we're doing by saying actual paper cutting artists but you go yeah. on there and there are people that take sheets of paper and do it like amazing yeah, cure, I, i've seen gummy. stuff that i'm like yep. it's yeah but it's like it's it's so they make me feel like I'm finger painting in kindergarten and they're writing their doctoral <laughs> thesis. Like what right. they're doing is just that high a caliber. And I started following them and I just asked them questions. None of them were doing cards. They're all doing their own. I mean, like they have like their own shows and whatnot, kind of crazy art. Yeah. And that was the one thing was like, just keep, you got to keep a sharp blade and you got to go from there. And so there's, there's a progression to go through and everyone's got learning to do. So if anyone's out there watching right now and you want to try cutting, don't let anyone stop you. Give it a shot. Yeah. Just know that yeah, your exactly. hand's going to hurt. You're going to have a dent in your finger. You're going to be like, why did I get into this when you're about halfway in? And now you're like, do I stop? Do I just throw this whole thing away? Just finish it out. Finish yeah, it stick out with and see it. what happens. And message both of us. Message me and Rich. I mean, if you have questions or anything, rec if you want recommendations on gear to use or even decks to start with, man. I'm, like Rich said, I, I've, I've had people... I mean, Tone is one of them, and Rich. I don't know if you've if you've met Tone yet or not. Um, he go he calls himself Dutch Cut. He's uh, Dutch Cut oh. next. He just started cutting. Yes. Um, so I kind of uh, I don't want to say I took him under my wing, but um, he started asking me questions. I recommended some gear to him, um, where to start with cuts, and then just kind of went on. But yeah, like I mean, man, if if you want to get started, on, like you said, everyone's got to start somewhere. Um, if if I can help them start, that's fantastic, awesome. I look forward to seeing what you do. I'll pro hell, I'll probably send you a few decks to cut. Like yeah, yeah, all for it and stick with it. Yeah, like you said, your hand's gonna hurt, and you're gonna be yes. like ten cuts in and going, what the hell? <laughs> what yeah, am I, did, I doing? I did. I honestly only did four deck cuts, and those are the only four deck cuts I will ever do in my life because <laughs> my hand cramped like there was no tomorrow, and I'm like, screw this, this is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> but again everybody's gonna get yourself something like this yeah this. he's got a crazy see i i'm still sticking with i've got just the soft oh. soft hand oh. cells i know oh. I, I love this though i don't know what it is my hand this. hurts just looking at that thing <laughs> well i i see your knife all the time i'm like man that thing looks like it would be awkward look i still have that thing yeah see i you know, i love them i, don't I use know why. this just to put just to put my my labels on because it's a straight this thing and and i'm working up on a post to go through it uh the company's name is ergo kiwi and okay. this knife is this big giant chunky like <clears throat> it fits over my hand like i'm writing a pencil you can have it this way you can turn it up this way it's magnetic you can just like flip it out the blade sticks to it so i don't stab myself when i pick it up this has been um one of the best investments that I have done because I got tired of my hand cramping up so much. Not to say that this one was cheap. This is a coat wood. And I think this handle itself um, without the case or anything else, I think the handle itself was like after shipping almost a hundred bucks, like yeah. not no, John, cheap, but John's looking you're at gonna it now, invest like, in it. 
John's looking already, at that right now. Is like, okay, how, can I, how can I machine you, that? Well, if you don't mind, I'm gonna look up that company because I'm always. No. I mean, I'm look always looking for they another also have knife this, to use. They also have this one. If you can see, this is actually oh, yeah, that's it's cool. called Paper Stone. It's actually paper, but it's it's actually heavier than this this wood that I have here. This one's got a number two blade on it, but um, Ergo wow. Kiwi. And if you, I mean, you can let them know that I sent you that way. I don't know if there's anything special that you get from it, but you can also <laughs> buy like these cases that they fit in. And then like you just toss this thing in and it fits in there and everything's all magnetic. Nice. That was the one thing I looked at my wife and I was like, okay, if I'm actually going to sell these things and I'm going to be doing this for longer than like a half dozen cuts, I need to step it up, and I thought stepping it up was going from that all metal one to the one with the little rubber grip on it, right? You know, for like two bucks more. And then I, I don't even know how it came. Oh, one of the paper artists, um, I saw her using it, and I was like, oh my gosh, what is that handle? And then I looked up the company, and I like told my wife, um, I'd like to make a purchase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, always gotta go through everything cleared from her. But just to be like, uh, this is like, you're going to see a hundred bucks come out. I think it was 120 or something. Cause I got the case and like some other things with it. And I was just like, I'm going to spoil myself. And she was like, all supportive. If you're going to do it and it's going to help yourself out, then, then go for it. Yeah. And they've been, they've been great. That's also, I mean, it's actually funny how you were saying, oh, I have to talk to the wife. I mean, everybody, I mean, I'm divorced, but we all have that, you know, the misses that we all talk to and be like, Hey, yeah. So just so you know, <laughs> like well, this is going to happen. Kinda... It's kind of funny you say that because so when I first started collecting, my wife thought I was crazy, right? She's like, "You're gonna, you're doing I mean, what?" I mean, John, you're you're still crazy. You're still crazy. Yes. yes. But yeah, we're not saying you're not. No, no, yeah, we're just, say, no, we're just hey, saying self, you're now to the next level. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. As, so, like I said, I've been collecting about a year and a half, and as as I go through this and I get different decks in, and I find like you know there's some that she might like, or I do a cut that she might like. Uh, I'm noticing her become more and more interested, so that now like, hey, I need a buy a knife or or hey i've got a half brick coming in from theory 11 can you watch for the package for me like the, that conversation's become a lot easier now so she's finally getting warmed yes. up so but yes I, i'm if you're cool with it not to like you know not to copy your knife or anything but man that's because no, yeah I, go. I don't mind I, you know i've got big hands i mean like compared to this knife right my hand is huge hold on hold on where where's that where's that hold that up again palm up to another finger yeah so Oh yeah, jeez. I, I'm yeah, a little so bit bigger yeah, hand than you. Yeah. This is a cramping nightmare. <laughs> Don't. It's not even about. It's not even about copying me or not. Go. There's uh, there's different woods that you can get, but you owe it to your hand. Otherwise, you're just you're gonna have to stop sooner than you want to. You've got to be comfortable well, that's, with it. Yeah. I mean, so right now, like, I, I don't really cramp much. I'll usually I'll usually stop before my hand starts cramping. Anyways, but um yeah like I, I always thought that i mean yeah like you said we i i started with one of these which is yeah. awful this i don't even think i've taken the cap off of this thing in like almost a year uh to this guy but i um i i have an artist background so i'm i've always held pencils and drawings and drafting and all that so um i've i learned through all that to hold things very loosely and not death grip on stuff uh which helps with the cramping but man if i could find something like that with more contour to your hand do it yeah that's that's game changing right there it's um they even might have something where like if you don't like it like you can return it um it does take a little bit just because of the magnetic in there so there's a little tiny little bit of give in there until the lock comes in and like, oh yeah honestly, i see when i first got it i was like oh this is terrible i hate this thing i i can't and then i was like no I'm going to do a deck with it and I'm going to go. And now I'm like, I won't, I won't cut. If I don't have this handle on me, I won't, it just yeah. won't happen. I've gone four or five hours straight with this thing and not cramped even a little well, bit. Well, it's probably, it probably trained your mind because there's one thing I've noticed when you're cutting, when you really get into it, you don't realize how hard you end up pressing on your knife right. sometimes. Oh yeah. And if that, if that blade is kind of popping your, out just a little bit. All your bit. boards end up all, you Oh yeah. Well, that's one thing. And, before this conversation ends up being over, I noticed because <laughs> I watch some of your lives once in a while, um, and uh, I noticed that you use a very small mat. Is yes. there a reason? And I only ask that because in my workspace, like I have a big mat, and I enjoy sure. it because my I don't have to turn it and all that. Do you have a 
I guess, what's your reasoning behind that? Why, why preference the small um, versus the big? So I don't really have a desk where I can work. Okay. So I have, this is kind of like, I either have the table behind me and I can kind of set it up where that chair is over there. Or for the most part, I use this. This is kind of like the bar island part of the kitchen. Like my stove is right there. My fridge is right there. Sliding okay. doors there. This comes out about six feet. So the amount of space that I have is small. Um, sometimes when, so I started with a big mat and it just, it's hard because you work in one spot and then was, as it starts getting its divots and whatnot, then you have to move over and then you start moving all over the mat. Um, the little things start like sticking to your hands. Yeah. Like yep. That's what I'm, I'm dealing um, with right now. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of twofold. One is, so if I'm cutting on this and I have my card coming in, and I go to slide and it hits one of the grooves that's already in there, I can easily just move the whole mat around with the card and I don't have to worry about getting out of its way. Like I can either move the card or I can move the mat with the card depending on what I need. The second one was um, I actually would uh, take this to work. Like I said, there's a rural fire department that I was uh, working at. And so we really didn't get too many night calls. And so after the day of work was done and you know we'd spend 48 hours there, um, I had to have something that was portable. And so okay. this just fits the size yeah, of the card. Perfect. And uh, if it was a little bit bigger, it'd be nice because then I'd be able to stick my hand down on the mat when I want the mat not to move. But I've been using this enough that I can, I've can i just kind of gone around with it. Um, and I can order them. It's a lot cheaper when you go... Yeah. smaller right like i can use the front and back of this as opposed to spending 50 bucks on a big mat i can get like a half dozen of these for i don't know maybe 20 30 bucks and then as soon as it's done i just throw out that little piece and i just go get others i don't have to worry about where am i keeping this giant mat right right yeah it makes sense makes sense i like it cool the little yeah. tips of the trade yeah that's tips not like I've, like i said i've only been cutting for about a year so there's you know i'm there's I'm a sponge. <laughs> well, soak it up. Just, oh, I just realized we're almost at the hour mark, but we haven't done one thing. I don't know if John has told you about this, uh, or if you've seen our Instagram, our posts or whatnot. We always do a deck check. So, sure. I mean, you probably I don't know if you handle decks or whatnot, but you know, we always fidget or, or any deck that you're working on. Maybe not the top secret deck. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you want to show that one, hey, 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 that <laughs> you know. I, I... I would do all the showing I would after Carter's Street Con. Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, but we usually do a deck check saying, what are you using or what other cut are you doing right now for your case? Um, like me personally, like right now, I'm actually, I've been fiddling with the Black Roses Emergen deck just because I had a handy and I was like, oh, let me just grab a deck because I'm always fiddling or fidgeting with cards all the time. What about you, John? What, what have you, because I saw you've been playing uh, around with some cards over there. Yeah, yeah. So... And I don't know. So this, this is the very my very first um, sour experience with a Kickstarter, and I'm kind of forcing myself to get them out of the tuck box anyway. Uh, Rich, I'm sure you've seen many many posts about it, but it's the the Shadows and Dust campaign. Oh, Did you ever see anything about that's this? That's the one that was uh, the, nothing like the marking sure. on it. Like yeah, yeah. Th there's actually print on this tuck box. Like. Yeah, I it remember, you know, I, I initially backed that Kickstarter, but because uh, the pictures look amazing. And they look fantastic, right? So I backed, for, I backed for a standard and I backed for a limited, just one of each, nothing crazy, just because I wanted, it was, one, it was my very first Kickstarter I had ever gotten. So I was like, I, you know, I didn't want to dive into it too much. I'm like, I don't really know how this Kickstarter works. Like, I don't want to screw it out of money. It was 30 bucks worth of cards. Awesome. Took them a year and they kept throwing all the blame on uh, EPCC for taking too long to print, taking too long to print. Oh, they lost something, this, that, that. So I, I'm trying, I'm trying to kind of like them. Uh, it's not really working. Um, <laughs> and then this is my, this is my next cut. Uh, this is just personally for me because I think it will look cool when it's done. It's the uh, hollow gilded uh, wheels oh, yeah. from Art of Play. Ah, uh, yeah. So this is my next one up. I just finished. Uh, a half a brick for Craig uh, for his site. And then, so now I'm taking a break from a couple commissions to do one for myself. So, 
that's not something that I do. <laughs> I do like <laughs> a lot of people they'll ask I'll, every once in a while, like, Hey, what do you have in stock? I'm like, nothing. Almost all of mine are straight commission. I think I have, I have one, um, hi, my name is Mark that I cut like a year or so ago. I kept that one. Um, my wife has the red Fox V one and I did have a, a David Blaine private reserve, but I actually sent that out. That was, um, I had a mystery cut deck giveaway and that was the one that I ended up, um, giving away. I actually kind of retooled it. I took it out of its package when, cause I'd cut that early on and redone it. But outside of that, I don't have cuts for myself. And sometimes I feel like maybe I should, but <laughs> I just don't. I, I, I really like how this, um, Fulton, the day of the dead is coming out or how it came out. Um, but it's probably going to sell. And cause I always think, Oh, you know what, if I'm going to do one of these, like I'm going to do this a little bit different or this didn't right. quite work out the way that I wanted to. And then I ended up like not having it or I have all these commissions to do. And so uh, I applaud that you take the time and you want to have something in there. I mean, it'd be like, I'm a painter and I don't keep any of my paintings. It just sounds kind of dumb, <laughs> dumb on me. No, I mean, um, everybody has their reasons for it, though. The uh, So you're talking about Kickstarter. This is a deck that I have yet to start cutting, but it was one of the only, um, I think I've been involved with two or three Kickstarters. I'm not the biggest fan. Maybe it's been four. Not the biggest fan of the Kickstarting thing, just because like when I did these decks, pricing had changed. My style had changed. Like A lot had changed. Um, but I have quite a bit of these to do. I think I have like a brick and a half of them, but they are, and I don't, I'm still trying to figure it out and reach out to everybody, but they are um, Jack Penny's um, last Kickstarter. The, um, oh my gosh, I just forgot the name of it. Sensu, the Sensu mm. decks. I don't know if anyone's oh, yeah, started yeah, getting yeah. any of these yet, but like there's like the slip cover over it and this thing is all sorts of yeah, that is, shiny that's and crazy, fantastic. but it looks so cool. That's gonna and, honestly, that's gonna be a. In my opinion, I don't know how you guys can look at that and make a cut. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, here's 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 the back if you can even see yeah. it. Oh god, oh that's gonna it's man, that's just crazy. It's a mess of things that <laughs> I. He had to actually Jack. Jack's a super nice guy. If you haven't ever talked with him. Um, he kind of had to break everything down. I was like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. Um, he had to break it down for me. And but he lives, in he lives in Japan right now, yes. right? Yes. yes I, yeah, yeah, I remember this deck. I remember this deck coming out on Kickstarter. I just don't, I didn't back it because it wasn't my style at the time of like the style of the cards I like. But it just looks beautiful. But I'm just like, I don't know how you look at that and be like, oh, let me try this. I don't get it. Like, I'm like looking at that yeah. and I'm like, holy shit. The craziest thing about this is that if, if we have time and if this gets edited out, then whatever, but the cards themselves are like offset. Yeah. What? See, like there's yeah. an image here and image. It's there. like Holy a card. Shit. It's like a picture of a card. So, card. Yeah. So see if oh. I can get this. It's so, so cool. When you line I love up it. And fan the cards and you line up all the extra, um, yes. artwork on the sides. Yeah. Every single every single suit has something different. Oh, that was terrible. I told you I'm not a cardist, right? Why am I going to cardistry con? Um, <laughs> see if I can if I can even show this to you. So when you get it and you turn it all out, it creates its own image. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's it's such a smart. Cards. I mean, such a smart it's design. Fantastic. That is insane. So that's, yeah. that's what I've been staring at and going like. This is awesome. This is cool. I don't know what I'm going to do. The only weird thing about it is that when you get to your court cards, like here's three of the court cards. I don't know what's a, a king, a queen, a joker. I don't know what suit is what because <laughs> it's just kind of a random card. Huh. So that's kind of a weird thing. It's definitely not something that you're going to go and play with. But yeah, that's definitely a collection deck. Display this deck. Like, you know, those stupid oh, uh, plastic if you're playing poker and you can put your cards in and it'll like hold your fan up kind of yeah thing your, your fan hold yeah get a fan hold for these and you could actually have an awesome display of these up there i mean they're just it's super cool I, like I, his, I, I don't know how 
how we I did think it. the I, I think the idea because I remember when this came out too. I think the idea was when it was fan like that, it was to actually mimic uh, those Japanese fans because those have extremely intricate designs on them, and that was the the concept of when it was a fan, it was actually a fan supposed to look like a and, fan. I, I think i think but, that's what it was but he actually also along with like this cover that's also got a whole bunch of cutouts in it already oh wow uh he there was a part um when you actually got the deck where he found somebody that made like those uh, i don't I'm, I'm gonna butcher what the name is so i'll just say that they're kind of like those room dividers where it's like, oh you know, yeah like a three piece yep and there's actually one of those that goes on top of this that's attached that actually Huh. Like folds out it's yeah it's nuts his he got this thing thought about and thought about it and he contacted i i want to say half a dozen plus artists and commissioned each of us to do a different part to make the deck the way that he wanted it to be it's just That's it's crazy. it's the, out there it is so the, cool that is the crazy. tough thing too and I, I know we're running out of time but i, I think richard probably agree with me on this is one of the tough things about doing cuts too is knowing how much time and energy and thoughts go into these decks i i don't want to say it puts a lot of pressure but it kind of puts pressure on you when you're cutting it to go okay like I, you know i'm trying to make this look exceptional and extra i really don't want to butcher this because like i said you know the card community everyone knows everyone and creators see content and you can tag people and, and you don't want them pulling up a post and going, oh somebody cut my deck and then they pull it up and they go like what Half, what did you do to my artwork you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so yeah looking at that deck man like i i, I can only imagine i can't I'm wait like, i can't oh, wait oh i'm just like i i, I can't can... wait either i can't wait to see what oh, i come man. up with because i That's have gonna be no so idea cool, though. it's gonna be so cool yeah well rich first off i want to say thank you for joining us today it definitely absolutely was awesome to get to meet you and i've seen you around you know i've liked your stuff finally get to meet you and talk to you which is awesome um also guys if you're watching this on youtube They'll be in the description below. All riches, you know, ta anything you want to go check, check them out down there. If you have any questions, hit, hit it in the comments below. Let us know. If you want to ask him something, we'll get back to him, and then maybe he'll post on Instagram what you guys thought. Yeah, give um, him a follow for sure. De definitely give him a follow. Definitely give him a follow. It's worth it. Trust me. And give yeah. him a follow too. Uh, whoever. There. <laughs> him. Yeah. Exactly. Somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere, there. somewhere in the ether. Somewhere in the ether. <laughs> Well, Rich, first off, thank you so much again. And guys, well, thanks for having me. On to the next one. Later. Yep. See ya.